amidst the vanities and the oppressions and the terrible news and the wicked rulers and everything Solomon writes about and reflects about, warns about, the Lord inspired him also to write positively about simply taking time to enjoy the life the Lord gives. Welcome to Grace and Peace Radio with your hosts, Anthony and Amy Russo. Grace and Peace Radio is a weekly Christian podcast where together we'll discuss how we can apply God's Word to everyday life. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. It's our hope that you will be encouraged and God will be glorified. And with that, let's start the show. Well, welcome once again. Welcome all. Hey, so glad to have you with us. I am Anthony. I'm Amy. And you are listening to Grace and Peace Radio. And if you decided, wait a minute, I didn't know I was listening to that. (laughs) Well, stick around. Change the channel. Yeah, stick around. We'd like you to stick around. Exactly. And if you're a regular, regular listener. You might try that again. No, (laughs) I think I'm done. Flip the switch. We thank you for listening. Yes. Even despite the fact that I can't speak. Well, if it's not you, it's me. So Mm, yeah, well, yeah. We balance it out. Hey, you know what? You get what you pay for. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, so, first of all, just a quick little <clears throat> shameless plug. Mm-hmm. I am drinking coffee, my dark roast coffee, out of my new Grace and Peace Radio mug. Yep. Coincidentally, available on graceandpeaceradio.com <laughs> forward slash shop. There you go. And I have to say, I don't know that my coffee has ever tasted better. I I really... Okay. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> I mean, oh. of all the hyperbole I could there ever you go. say, I think that and all the overselling mm-hmm. uh, and the hype, uh, this is the best coffee ever in this mug. Well, I have to say, I like my 15 ounce mug because I like my big old mugs of tea. So, and I like my 11 ounce mug because mm-hmm. it's short like me. So. No, uh, so no, you're not going to have the greatest coffee in the world, but you're going to enjoy your coffee in our Grace and Peace Radio. There you go. How about that? You would. Yep, exactly. Or tea, if you're a tea drinker. Anyway, shameless plug over. I promise I'm not going to mention the Grace and Peace Radio mug (laughs) from here on out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Hey, thanks seriously for listening in. It's, and it's sticking a, around. Exactly. It, it is a lot of fun to, to be with you. Yeah. I wasn't going to say this, but since it, it kind of ties in, every time before we record, we pray. Mm-hmm. The Lord would bless the recording, mm-hmm. even bless the technology aspect of it. And one of the things that I happened to pray was that the show would be entertaining. Yes. For you, listener, because like you, we live in the same world and have the same struggles and trials and see all the same things in the news and so Mm -hmm. forth. And we know what it's like to find something that is clean and refreshing Mm -hmm. in all of this other stuff. And And that's something to laugh in, in amidst the serious stuff. Exactly. And so we want to provide that each week. That's really our goal. And hopefully we are doing that. Mm -hmm. Yep. So again, thanks so much for, for joining us week in and week out. We really do appreciate you and thank the Lord and pray that you are encouraged and, and God's glorified. Mm -hmm. Like we always say Mm -hmm. this week, 
I thought I would take a little different direction and talk about something personal. I have a problem. Well, I say hold what? on before you. <laughs> He's pointing at me, folks. <laughs> well, I have a lot of problems. <laughs> but in this episode, I want to talk about one problem in particular. Okay. I am lousy at rest and relaxation. Yes, you are. I do not know how to relax at all. I know you're probably listening to that going, that guy's an idiot. (laughs) And you should be thinking that guy's an idiot regardless of what I just said. By the way, I don't know if you can hear it, but our neighbor's car alarm is going off. But you know what? I'm going to keep on keeping on. Yeah, we'll just keep on. The thing is, I don't know how to rest. I like staying active. I'm always active. I'm always doing stuff. But interestingly, recently, I got to thinking more about that. And I think the Lord showed me a couple of things that I want to share with you, listeners, that I think might be helpful. If nothing else, it just kind of sheds a different light on it. And by the way, I'm intrigued by this too, because we're just doing this off the cuff, so I don't know what he's yeah, going to say Yeah, <laughs> I told her I want to talk about rest, but I didn't tell her what. No, he did not. Let me give you a little bit of a quick history here, and a little bit of context, and then I'll get into the real meat of what I feel like the Lord kind of showed me out of the out of his word. First of all, I'm a news junkie. I'm always looking at what is new. What's new in the news? What's mm-hmm. the latest headline? What's new in my email? And of course, between the show and personal email and everything else, I got 50 bazillion email accounts like some of you may have. Exactly. So I'm checking the email accounts. Then there's social media, right? Now I'm on Twitter. I'm on some other ones that I don't really get into too much, like Gab and Getter. And oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I don't even know what those are. (laughs) Yeah, those are some of the alternatives to Twitter. Okay, you know, we're real, real popular. Still are popular, but anyway, I check Twitter. I scroll through Facebook, looking for things. You know, what's new? What's the latest on Twitter? What's the latest on Facebook? I cycle through the news sites, looking to see what what's the latest headline. What In other words, what's happening now? Mm -hmm. I binge on Telegram. I've gotten into that. I still don't really know how to use it much, but it's kind of like Twitter. And again, people post all kinds of interesting things. that. So I read these news stories there and get some news that people would get kicked off of Twitter for, but you can say on Telegram. Okay. Plus, I, I just have an active mind. Yes, I, you have. You just, your mind is, is, and I say this in a good way, your mind is always going. You're always thinking about stuff and kind of doing the next thing. Right. And I have a, a real problem with downtime. So imagine going Monday through Friday, 75, 80 miles an hour, and then the weekend, everything just stops. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what to do with myself oftentimes. And we don't have kids. We don't have family around. So it's just Amy and I. And so we, you know, we go out. Obviously, we have our normal weekends and downtime like everybody else. But generally speaking, the news is slow. I'm not at work. There's nothing happening. You can't push something forward. Right. That's where I'm going with this. You know, it's nice not to be at work for 48 hours. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like you said, I have no idea what to do with myself because I have nothing to push forward. And oftentimes, 
I waste those hours. I was thinking about it. I'm like a chicken <coughs> just trying to scratch the ground looking for some morsel. That's true. So I spend 48 hours just kind of <laughs> scratching the ground trying to find something. Mm-hmm. And some little morsel that might uh, Yeah. So I kick up something. dust trying to make something happen. And I'm ready for the next thing, whatever it is. You know, I want to see what, what what's going on. And instead of just relaxing, you know, for years I thought, ah, oh, it's just overactive mind. And I need to keep it busy, busy, busy. But then I realized that's not entirely it. Well, earlier this year, the Lord really taught me about discontentment. I knew that I was sinfully discontent. Mm-hmm in many areas of my life, that I was grumbling, complaining against the Lord and not content to be wherever it was that he had me. When the Lord wouldn't move events along, either I'd make a mess of things or I'd stir up unnecessary activity, which, you know, we've talked about, would stress Mm -hmm. you out. Yeah, it would stress me out. Or you'd get angry. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Or the Lord would simply frustrate my plans, which then I'd get angry and sulk and or plunge into despair mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, just that life wasn't happening at the pace I wanted it to. Right. And and it was hard. Yeah. And so really it was the Lord really worked over a long time and then showed me that. And so by God's grace Things have been really different. I, I, oh, yeah. you much better. Much, much better. I got to thinking about this. And there's also an aspect of all of that news junkie stuff in which it's it's not exactly sinful. It's a lot of times I realize in some way I'm checking the news to see if, frankly, if the Lord has broken through and has shown himself mighty and, and judged something of the wickedness that we see day in and day out in the headlines. Okay. There is a certain portion of it that is legitimate. Okay. That makes sense. You know, has the, frankly, has the Lord judged any of this wickedness that's mm-hmm. in the world? You know, is there some good news out there? It's looking for this, some, some good, some light in this sin-cursed, dark world we live in. There is one aspect of that. Now, when did you come to that conclusion? When did you realize that? As I was meditating uh, on all of okay. this, you know, thinking okay. it through and mm-hmm. realized that, well, you know, there there is a little bit of legitimacy to this. Mm-hmm. Why am I looking at some of these things? Well, because I want to know that something good happened. Right. Okay. Thinking about this whole thing, even this morning, I prayed because, like, for instance, I know the last couple of weekends, it was just kind of slow, you know, and I don't really know what to do with myself. Mm-hmm. I don't have any hobbies or whatever. And so what, you know, what am I going to do? Which mine, you know, just as contrast, mm-hmm. I have no problem with rest. I like to read, as everybody knows by now. And, you know, my 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 rest is getting my mind away from all that stuff because, you know, I've got a lot of that during the week. So my rest is get lost in a book, 
because then my brain gets to push that stuff to the side and right which is kind of interesting i mean there's a certain amount of it where maybe your temptation is over rest to to lose yourself in books Mm -hmm. it can be when when things have been rough you know if we've been going through some trial some yeah some big trial in that I'm just overwhelmed. And so I just want to get lost in the book. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to deal with it. I just want it to be gone for a while. Right. So. Whereas with me, the idea is double down Mm -hmm. and do more. Mm -hmm. Try to do more. You know, oddly enough, if, if I hit a brick wall, I won't stop and say, oh, well, I've hit a brick wall. I'll keep pushing at it. Mm Mm-hmm. And until I'm frustrated and angry that the wall's not moving, instead of saying, you idiot. <laughs> it's a brick wall. It's a brick wall. <laughs> so we have that difference. There. Right. And I'm glad you brought that up. This morning, even as I was thinking about it, I said, Lord, help me to spend this day wisely. Number one, as I was praying, two thoughts occurred to me. First, I've forgotten that I can't fix it myself. So often we think, well, I just need to fix this. Right. For example, dieting. A lot of people will say it's just a matter of willpower. It's just a matter of, and even Christians will say that, Mm -hmm. you know, you just need to, to own it, do better, try harder, diet, etc. White knuckle it and Mm -hmm. make it happen. Instead of biblically doing it, which is starting with repentance. Repent for your gluttony. Repent for your lack of self-discipline. Confess it to the Lord. Lord, this is an area of my life I have no control over. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have no self-discipline in. Repent, and then the Lord will help you with these things. Well, again, that's kind of a lesson that I forgot when it comes to all of this, that I can't I can't just fix this myself. I, I need to repent. I need to, to take this to the Lord and say, Lord, this is an area I, I'm lousy at. That's a good reminder because I don't remember that either. And the Lord doesn't want me to rehabilitate or reform myself. I mean, there's a certain amount that, yes, the Lord does call us to self-discipline. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, the Lord first wants us to bring our sins, our weaknesses our struggles to him. Right. To rely on him. Right. So I'm to yield myself completely to him and ask him to do this work in me. The second thing that I got to thinking about to state the the core problem another way is I'm impatient with the Lord's timing. I can relate to that on a different level, but I can relate to that. Yeah. It occurred to me that this whole idea of looking for something new and what's the latest and, you know, constantly focusing on what, what's, what's going on, what, how can I move something along? I'm, I'm impatient with the Lord's timing of things. So regarding the first insight, I prayed immediately the Lord would take my sin in that area, that he would change me and not me foolishly or proudly trying to change myself. Mm-hmm. And the second one I was a bit surprised at as I really hadn't thought of it that way. 
You know, I mean, I understood there's a, that that idea of discontentment is really kind of saying the same thing. In a way, it is. Mm-hmm. You know, but this was just a different shade mm-hmm. of the same color, I guess. And then uh, it was funny because I immediately remembered the old Maranatha music song in his time. Again, you know, some of you may remember that if you grew up in the Calvary Chapel era back in the 80s, 70s, 80s. They had that song in his time, and it was based on Ecclesiastes 3.11. It says, in his time, in his time, he makes all things beautiful in his time. Oh, I think I've heard that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it says, Lord, please show me every day that you're teaching me your way, that you do just what you say in his time. All right. And so I thought of that song. I was like, oh, yeah. And... Ecclesiastes 3.11 says, he has made everything beautiful in its time. And again, I, I've listened to it, to that song. I've sung it, you know, hundreds of times. And apparently, again, it's a lesson that I still need to learn, that the Lord does make everything beautiful in his time. In his in time. time that, you know? That's the emphasis. I also read Ecclesiastes today. That was part of my, my Bible reading. It was really pretty interesting because it and it ties in with this. Because of course, what's the big word in Ecclesiastes that comes up everywhere? Vanity. Mm-hmm. And there's another word that shows up a few times. It's more of a positive word. It's sort of an opposite. It's not an exact opposite. But it's more of a positive word. And it shows up a few times as well. Enough that if you read through Ecclesiastes and you take note of it, you're like, hmm. Yeah, and I read it not too long ago, and of course I'm drawing a complete blank. Yeah, well, and I've read Ecclesiastes before several times, and I never noticed it. But this morning I happened to be reading through it, and I noticed there are several places where Solomon commends enjoying, enjoyment. Oh, it does, yeah. There are some places where it's sort of neutral. Mm -hmm. Some places it's negative. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, in Ecclesiastes 2.1, I said in my heart, come now, I will test you with pleasure. Enjoy yourself. But behold, this also is vanity. So negative. Mm-hmm. But then in 2.24, there is nothing better for a person than that he should eat and drink and find enjoyment in his toil. This also, I saw, is from the hand of God. And I underline that one. Yeah, I remember underlining And that. so that's a positive reference mm-hmm. to enjoyment. Mm-hmm. So there's this idea that God specifically wants us to enjoy certain things in life. In 225, it says, for apart from him, who can eat or who can have enjoyment? Another positive reference is in 518. Behold, what I have seen to be good and fitting is to eat and drink and find enjoyment in all the toil which one toils under the sun, the few days of his life that God has given him, for this is his lot. So okay. again, God through Solomon commends this enjoyment. And then in 519, everyone also to whom God has given wealth and possessions and power to enjoy them and to accept his lot and rejoice in his toil, this is the gift of God. So that's, that's another positive reference. 
A couple of negative references. I won't read them here, but Ecclesiastes 6.2 and Ecclesiastes 6.6. 6. Well, actually, I'll, I'll read that when it's shorter. Even though he should live a thousand years twice over, yet enjoy no good, do not all go to the one place. The idea is that what good is it if you live a thousand years, but you enjoy none of it? Mm-hmm. And then lastly, Ecclesiastes 9.9. 9. Enjoy life with the wife whom you love all the days of your vain life that he has given you under the sun, because that is your portion in life and in your toil at which you toil under the sun. So God, through Solomon, commends enjoy life. Mm-hmm. Here's the main point of what I'm trying to say with all of this. Amidst the vanities and the oppressions and the terrible news and the wicked rulers and everything Solomon writes about and reflects about, warns about, the Lord inspired him also to write positively about simply taking time to enjoy the life the Lord gives. Even with all the other turmoil going on. And there's also the promise that we can enjoy the moments in life because 3.11, we can rest knowing that he makes all things beautiful in its time. Exactly. And well, and it was something that I was thinking about because yesterday we just went for a, a long drive, went and explored some areas of our state we hadn't really been in before. And then on the way back, I was just blown away by just how beautiful it is. I mean, we're just starting to get a hint of fall here in South Carolina. Uh, so it was in the low 70s, beautiful sunshine. We could see the mountains, some of the trees changing a little bit of color. It was just a brilliant day. And it's interesting you should say all that because I, I do remember while we were driving that I would just thank you, Lord, for the beauty you've given us. You have given us this world to enjoy just how beautiful it is. Um, days like this of a leisurely drive in the country. That's neat. It's neat that you were thinking that. All of that even, and everything I was thinking about, it all aligns with the Lord's instructions about, about his resting on the seventh day of mm -hmm. creation, about the Lord's instructions about the Sabbath rest, and how really that is a blessing that God gives rest to his people. The land's Sabbath rest, that again, through the land and, and even the people resting in that time. Uh, the year of Jubilee. Right. Which again, I know that it's not that they take the whole year off, but there's this idea of uh, enjoying it, mm -hmm. enjoying this big celebration. The feasts that the Lord prescribed, right? Several feasts throughout the year to, to Israel. And then really, you think about just some of the non-physical aspects of creation, the abstract. For example, marriage, family, friends, love, laughter, beauty, all the other good things as well that the Lord has baked into creation, so to speak. <laughs> I like that. And, and this human experience, what it is to be on this planet for 70, 80, 90, 100 years. Mm -hmm. 
so I realized that those are the things that I, I personally have to start focusing on in downtimes. That I need to accept that those downtimes are not annoyances as I've been viewing them for really a good part of my life, mm -hmm. both mm -hmm. before being a Christian and, and after. That, oh man, you know, it's bummer. It's a, it's a holiday. Exactly. Shut down. It's a, a three-day weekend. Right, you know? <laughs> These aren't annoyances. I mean, I've been looking at them as annoyances in a lot of ways. I haven't made, said it that way, but in my heart, that's really what it is. Mm -hmm. But that rather, these are gifts of God and they're gifts to be enjoyed. And I hadn't been looking at it that way. And as Solomon says, really to enjoy them with the wife of my youth, which is my youthful wife. Ah, thank you. Uh-huh. And so... All of it, the, the point is to be thankful to him and not the grumbling or the complaining or, it, again, the annoyance of these downtimes or dismissive or, or resentful about them. It essentially goes back to what you were saying earlier of it becomes an annoyance to you because God's not following the timeline you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's really this kind of two sides of the same coin. On the one hand, it was a reminder that these downtimes, we're to enjoy them. I'm to enjoy the downtimes. The other side of that is I can enjoy them because the Lord promises. He makes all things beautiful in its time. Mm -hmm. And again, my idea of, say, for instance, what is what my the beauty of my life when it's all done? It's not my perception of what is beautiful, it's God's. Because of his glory. Right. What what will make my life beautiful in its time is not that everything went according to my plans. It's that they went according to his plans. It's his design. I'm not saying I've figured out how to do all this. Right. This is going to be an ongoing process in sanctification. Which it is for all of us in, in all of the different things that right. we need to learn. Right. But interestingly, it's a command. I mean, God commands to enjoy, just like he commands to rejoice always. That's a good point. And it's a command. And like he says, it's one of those commands where his command is not burdensome, Scripture says. Exactly. This is one of those. He commands that I enjoy these times. And, listener, he commands that you enjoy these times. Ironically, I haven't been obedient in following this command. I've been disobedient about resting. Isn't that funny? Yeah. It just sounds funny to say. It, it does sound funny mm -hmm. to say, but it's like, wow. It's, it's actually what it is. Mm -hmm. Which goes to show the goodness and kindness of God. Well, it's his mercy. Yeah. In, in that sanctification process, he mercifully brings these things in mind, brings you the phrases of a song that you've sung and you actually hear the words mm -hmm. and he uses that. Mm -hmm. You're exactly right. The whole idea that God would command us to to rest and to enjoy these things. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of like humorously every now and then I'll play around with Amy and I'll I'll cop this really really obnoxious husband, domineering <laughs> yes. husband thing. Mm -hmm. And I'll be like, hey, Amy, listen, 
I'm going to tell you what we're doing right now. I am taking you for ice cream. And so help me, you're going to enjoy it. Exactly. You're going to get whatever flavor you want. And we're going to have a good time. This is what we're doing. Yep. And so I cop this silly attitude and then we yeah. go for ice cream and everything. Exactly. And we have a good time. It. But, you know, that's a that's a joke way of saying it. But, you know, the Lord commands us to rest and to mm-hmm. enjoy as well as, as believers. So really, I I have to repent for seeing rest as an annoyance and to start obeying him. Even in resting and enjoying really to my good and to his glory. Because obedience pleases him and that's what I want to do. I want to be pleasing to the Lord right. besides the fact that it's my duty. I need to do that. And again, you know, rest teaches us that God is sovereign. We are not. And we can trust him. And we are to trust and obey. Mm-hmm. And that's what it all boils down to every single time. Yeah. So just another facet mm-hmm. of this whole idea of rest. Yeah, I appreciated that. And any thoughts you want to share? I know we've gone a little bit over, but... No, I just, I really and truly do appreciate your insights. I appreciate the fact that you think about these things and mull them over. And I appreciate the fact that you, you take the Lord's leading. I mean, you you really seriously took on an early part of the year, this whole idea of discontentment. And I've watched you grow as a result, spiritually. Yeah, and then I learn stuff from it. Yeah, I learn, okay, where are my areas of discontentment? Where am I grumbling? Where am I shaking my fist or pointing my finger at the Lord of like, why isn't this happening now? Or why is this happening now? No, rest is good, you know, and it is a balance because you've got all these things that you've said about rest, and then you've got the verses in Proverbs that talk about the sluggard and the lazy person. Just keep looking to the Lord, and he'll lead you in it so that you can keep that balance. Yeah. Yeah. And thank thank you for those kind words, by the way. Uh, Well, we're about out of time, uh, unless, well, frankly, unless you have more praise for me. (laughs) <laughs> this might be you know i think we better just leave it at that for- we can keep going yeah i i well next time <laughs> it's going to be a special two-hour grace and peace radio while amy <laughs> continues her praise of me we'll talk about that uh well hey i hope what the lord showed me about my own situation and my own lack of enjoying the good things of the lord and enjoying the lord in those down times that he gives I hope that's an encouragement to you, and I hope that you keep looking to the Lord and that He reminds you throughout this week that He has made everything beautiful and it's time. Well, that's our show for today. I hope you'll join us next time as we spend time in God's Word, looking at how we can grow in our knowledge of Him, our love for Him, and our service to Him. Grace and Peace Radio is honored to be a member of the Christian podcast community. It's a ministry of striving for eternity. Find more Christian podcasts at christianpodcastcommunity.com. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, visit us at graceandpeaceradio.com and on Facebook. Until next time, I'm your host, Anthony Russo, and Jesus changed my life.